You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the voice of reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. Today, well, today we're going to be exploring some things that are going to help you be the go-to in your industry, in your market. Because my guest today is Teresa Lina, who is the author of the book, Be the Go-To. I absolutely love this concept. Teresa, welcome to the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much, Justin. So you are the founder and uh, CEO of Lina, Lina Group. Lina Group, yeah. Lina, Lina Group. So this, in, in your firm is a, a strategy firm that helps companies differentiate and dominate their market as to become the go-to resource for the, for their chosen market. So talk to me about this concept where, how do you develop the process that allows your clients to become the go-to? Yes. So I, 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 um, I actually have written a book on this uh, called be the go-to how to own your competitive market. I uh, charge more and have customers love you for it. And in the book, I lay out the methodology that I developed many years ago, um, really as much as anything to try to solve my own problem back then. Uh, but it's a four-phase methodology I call the Apollo Method for Market Dominance. And we can get into the details later, but basically it's a step-by-step approach for um, really the four things you need to do to truly differentiate on a sustainable basis in a competitive market so that you can avoid or get away from being commoditized and um, you know, get paid on the value you deliver instead of just uh, you know, functions, features, and uh, capabilities. I, I love this because this is the, 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 the marketplace. It really doesn't matter what industry and, you know, social market, social media has kind of made every industry, you know, even smaller, right? The, the fishing pond has become smaller because everybody and their mothers is in the market in some way, shape or form. So when you look out in, into the field of businesses, what, what are some of the things that are distracting entrepreneurs and business owners from really operating at the level which your book highlights? Yeah, you know, it's so funny because I initially developed this for professional services companies because, of course, you know, it's hard. You can't touch and feel and, and try out a professional service. You have to buy it on faith and then experience it. And so those service, those are really hard to, uh, you know, differentiate. But then, it's, as you mentioned, you know, as, as industry moved online and as digital marketing has taken off and it's so easy to go out and see what everybody else does, uh, your customers can see that. Um, now, finally, companies can. So it used to be that people had delusions of their uniqueness and because they really only saw themselves and maybe a handful of competitors they would bump into at specific customers. And as consultants, uh, you know, we would be talking to lots of different companies and we would be able to say, hey, there are 3,000 other companies exactly like you. There is nothing unique about you, but they couldn't see that. Once everything moved online, people could increasingly see that they weren't unique. Uh, you know, you can Google 
your you can go to the websites of your key competitors, strip off the names, and they're going to sound exactly like you nine times Ooh. out of ten in, in my experience. And so, uh, you know, it became more apparent. So I think, uh, you know, the old distraction used to be, hey, we just need to be different enough from the other handful of companies we're competing against at this customer. Now the distraction is. Uh, oh my God, we got to keep up with the Joneses. You know, we've got to at least sound like everybody else. So it's, you know, <laughs> that people are going in the wrong direction, really, usually, because they're like, oh, so-and-so is talking about that. We better be talking about that. And um, instead, you you really, and, and people get focused on capabilities, functions, and features, as I said. They get focused on you know, here's what makes our widget uh, operate a little bit differently, or here's here are the people that we've got in our company or the projects we've done, which of course are the same everywhere. What law firm that does intellectual property doesn't have a really great intellectual property lawyer on their team who's done a bunch of IP projects? Uh, so the um, the key is really figuring out how you can solve problems for companies or for people, for individuals, and how you, how you, you know, what problem are you going to specialize in and own? And that's, that's really at the center of the methodology. Mm, I love this. We're going to dive down this rabbit hole even farther on the back. And I want to talk about some of the, the four principles that you talked about and explore the, uh, some of the, some of the stuff that you highlight in your book, uh, how to become the go-to. But before we go on break, where can people go find more information about you? Well, uh, the book website is apollomethod.com. So you can get a link to buy the book on Amazon or uh, the book is available at any number of retailers really uh, around the world. Uh, although it's just in English now, it's coming out in South Korea later this year. Um, so you can go to Amazon, you can go to retail websites uh, or stores and then apollomethod.com. And then the company website is linagroup.com, L-I-N-A group. Fantastic, folks. Go there, take a look at, at uh, Teresa's book and and start studying some of these principles. I think this is uh, really, really great concepts that that we're going to explore here on the backside of this conversation uh, right after the break. But before we go on break, if you are looking for a community that is can support you, to uplift you, to remind you of who you are in the world, go take a look at superpowerexperts.com. We're here to support you, to pour into you, to pour into those that are pouring into others, to remind you of the work that you are here to do in the world because it matters. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. If you're ready to transform yourself and transform the world through podcasting, we invite you to join us. We co-create a non-competitive, collaborative environment designed to support you as you step into your greatness. Go now to superpowerexperts.com and click on the Programs tab to get started today. Welcome back to Incorporating the Superpowers. My guest today is Teresa Lana. She is the CEO of Lina Group and the author of How to Become the Go-To. Teresa, before the break, we were, we were talking about some of the things that are distracting businesses, especially with you know the move to online and, and just the overall competition in, in in the marketplace and how people are just like, well, this person is doing this and well, I, that's what I should be doing too, right? The, the keeping up with the Joneses in, in business. But you've got a different philosophy. You've got a, a, a 
something different that that really helps businesses um, really become the go-to place, right? The, become the one, for, for lack of better words, the one that everybody else is chasing and wanting to be like you in that space. Um, talk to me a little bit more about what the the principles of how your, what your book highlights and in, in how businesses can really start becoming the, the go-to in their market space. Okay. Yeah. So uh, first of all, let's talk about what a go-to is. Uh, you know, a go-to is that first name that comes to mind when you think of a particular problem or need. Uh, it's the company that, uh, you know, has already, like its reputation precedes it. And so you don't feel like you have to go do a ton of research on this company. You already know, you're already sold on on the the, the broad reputation and capability, and you just want to know how can that company specifically jump in and help with your situation. Uh, you know that they've seen it, been there, done it, seen it all. And so uh, they're not going to have a lot of surprises and you're going to actually learn from them as, as you work together. So there's a lot of power in being the go-to because often you can name your price because the value you're going to deliver is so superior to what you would charge uh, for a couple of reasons. One is you've got tremendous expertise and experience, whether you're a product company or a service company. Um, you've got an offering that delivers an outcome. Uh, it's not delivering a set of activities, but rather a business result or a personal result for a consumer. And you have such efficiency built in because of your focus. You're so focused and able to drive delivery and supply chain efficiencies that your costs are actually quite modest compared to the competition. So not only are you able to charge more to the customer because they happily pay it to get that extra value, but you also have lower costs. So you get much higher margin. The, the overarching goal of all of this really is to drive higher gross margins for your business so that you can pour uh, as, you know, as much of that back into your growth as possible. So it's a virtuous circle. Uh, you know, higher margins allows you to invest more. Investing more allows you to stay ahead of where the market is going, stay ahead of customer needs, anticipate what's going to happen, invest, and then, you know, fuel your growth going forward. So it's a it's a model for sustainable, profitable growth. I, so, I love that. I, I, I want to pick up on something here that, that you mentioned that you just said, because I think this is what really, really helps you, you what you're talking about here stand out from the crowd, because the old way of business, the old thought of business is that I need to decrease my costs, charge more, increase my margins so I can make more money. But what you just said was completely different because it, you said the same thing in the sense of we want to increase the margins, but there was a key element that is new to a lot of folks, I think. And, and what really stands out for me is, is that you said, to then take those margins and pour back into your company for, for growth. Because I think that's the differentiator right there is that when we try to increase our margins for just sheer profit purposes, right? For profiteering purposes, then that has left a, 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 a film in our mouths, right? That just as consumers doesn't really resonate with us, right? But when we can look at it from a business perspective, we're like, hey, look, we know that we're doing good in the world. We want to do more good in the world. 
and we're going to take those revenues and pour it back into our business so we can do more good in the world, then that changes the game completely. Because when I look out on the field, I see so many people wanting to charge money for the sheer purpose of making profit that it, that it's gotten ugly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the key to be, you know, one of the things about being a go-to is you, we, we throw the word market leader around in a very sloppy way. But if you take it literally, one who leads the market, not one who makes the most money in a market or has the biggest market share in a market, but who actually drives and leads the market agenda, takes that market into the future, is looking at trends and what's on the horizon for that industry or for that entire market or that segment of of consumers or that segment of businesses and looking at what are the challenges going to be? How do we get out in front of those? What should we be doing to preempt some of those problems? Um, What can we do to anticipate what's going to happen? Capitalize on opportunities that are coming down the pike. And so you are, you're leading, you're, you're the key thought leader and, and spiritual leader of what's going on in that market, particularly around that specific problem, whatever that problem is that you focused on. So you're not just looking at the here and now, you're looking at the future. You have a vision for where the market needs to go and a vision for your customers and what they need to be doing. So it's, it's uh, you know, and it really applies to, you know, you can almost name it and, you, you know, you can see how, how it applies, whether it's in the medical arena, the legal arena, um, the automotive arena. Uh, look at Tesla looking out ahead at what's happening with electric vehicle technology. Look at the, look at the trend they've led uh, with luxury electric vehicles, which, you know, before Tesla, there was the industry just could not get traction around electric car technology. It's been around as long as gas-powered cars. Uh, it was kind of a beta max versus VHS battle in the early days of cars back around the early night, or I I think even in the late 1800s, early 1900s, and uh, gas-powered cars won out. But Tesla and under Elon Musk and the other leaders, uh, including the people who originally founded Tesla, they had a vision for where this needed to go and how we solved this problem of getting off of oil. And so that's what you're trying to do as the go-to and being able to invest and and the future, not only of your company, but also of the industry is key for that. I absolutely love this. This is, resonates like down to my soul level. It's like the driving purpose of why we do what we do in our sector is, is just this, folks. This right here is gold, 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 gold. Take this and blow it up. It's not just about filling up your bank account. It's about looking out at the bigger picture and then stepping into that leadership role, playing whatever role that you need to do, and then the success, all of it follows from that space, right? Because you're leading. Uh, I absolutely love this conversation, Teresa. Talk to me a little bit more about what the book covers in and how to become the go-to. What, what you, you identified four principles. What, what you, or you talked about some four principles before the break. What, uh, what, what, are, what are those principles? Yeah, well, the the book, I I start off explaining the commodity problem, and I definitely urge everyone to read that because you really need to understand the commodity trap. 
that you will be in if you aren't already. And then I talk about the importance of being the go-to and the benefits of that. Then in the, the third section of the book is the how. So this is the Apollo method for market dominance. The, the four, you need four things. Um, I call the phases, I, I use the Apollo, the Apollo method. Uh, I, the name comes from the Apollo space program because I started realizing there were so many parallels between what a company needs to do to become the go-to and what it took to successfully put a man on the moon back in the sixties, which I know sounds crazy, but I tell a lot of really fascinating stories in the book about that whole journey and what what was involved and it was more than just figuring out you know rocket technology uh, so the four pieces uh the phases are launch ignite navigate and accelerate uh they spell l-i-n-a lina the company name uh that was a way for initially for me to remember uh these phases but also uh it's funny because over the years i tried to find a different acronym and, and that just kept working so well uh, because of the meaning of the words. Uh, so with launch, what you're trying to do there is really figure out what you're all about. So that's where you decide what market problem you're going to own, what your point of view is on that problem, your vision for where the market needs to go, and your unique offering that helps people or, or companies solve that problem. You, you define the offering. You don't develop it yet necessarily, but you define it. And then you put a stake in the ground and you launch this point of view out into the marketplace and say this, you know, we want to own this problem. You declare ownership for it. The second phase ignite is where you go out and you ignite the market around your point of view and approach. So this is where you're doing a lot of what we would traditionally consider uh, brand building and PR and demand generation, but it's, uh, it's really going, the, the key to this, the, what's unique in this part of the strategy is really focusing on, power brokers and influencers who can become evangelists on your behalf out in the marketplace. So there's a whole strategy around the Ignite phase. If you've ever read The Tipping Point, which is a fabulous book, uh, a lot of this will resonate. Uh, but in that, you're really generating support out in the market for what it is you're doing. You're starting a movement. You're uh, you're garnering support and getting other people to evangelize. In the navigate phase, this is where the rubber hits the road, rubber meets the road. This is where you have to deliver on your promises. So you help customers and clients navigate the journey toward achieving the results that you promise, the outcomes that your offering is all about, and so actually solving this problem. So this is where you have your offering development, your sales and marketing, and uh, you know all the traditional operations of the business. And then the final piece is super important. It's accelerate. This is where uh, inevitably, no matter how unique you are, uh, others are going to come after you. You want to accelerate ahead of the competition and also uh, adapt to market changes. So you need to always be watching what's happening in the market, especially these days, things change so quickly. So you really have to constantly monitor and adapt and um, and then broaden your market penetration. So that, that's the essence of the Apollo method. It sounds super simple and straightforward and common sense on the surface. But when you get down in the details, uh, I have a lot of very specific techniques and tools. And I also offer quite a few templates and tools uh, on the website at apollomethod.com 
to help you start implementing some of this. And it can be complex, but it can also be really simple. I tell you in the book how to develop just a one-page plan to get you started. So it doesn't have to be elaborate. This is something you can just even implementing pieces of it from the get-go can immediately start delivering uh, a difference in your business. I I absolutely love this. And <clears throat> this this methodology that you developed, I think, is is really really sound. It it, it, it takes in a lot of things into consideration. I, I as I look out, one of the things I, I that comes to my mind is this new concept that we're seeing and experiencing in the business world. That is like a new factor that we have to take into consideration and look at, and that's the this this thing going around called cancel culture, right? How 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 can this methodology help mitigate that cancel culture mindset that we're experiencing. What what are some of the things that we need to be taking into consideration to make sure that we're tending to our mission, but making sure that we're not, we're not stepping into the trap of that, that cancel culture that we're, that we're seeing because that becomes a whole new hazard in itself that we have to navigate. How, How can your, how can your process help businesses navigate that space? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think that the key is always tying what you're doing to solving a problem for a market. And uh, presumably for a, a positive outcome. I mean, you know, this is really all about helping markets and customers be more successful. If you're selling to businesses, it's about helping them be more successful. And if you're selling to consumers, it's about helping them solve their problems and achieve their goals and dreams. And so, you know, if you're in a positive, if you have a positive mission that's helping others, uh, I think it's a little hard to go wrong. Um, you know, a lot of the Apollo method revolves around a very positive, uplifting approach to the market. Uh, you're not criticizing other people. You're not. You're not even really concerning yourself with a lot of what the competition is doing because hopefully you're out in front of everybody else <laughs> and you're focused on delivering outcomes and value. So, uh, hopefully, cancel culture and things like that wouldn't play into it. Uh, you I know, can see that. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I, I'm so glad you said that because that that's the key, right? That's the key to success is focusing on actually providing solutions rather than nitpicking across others because that that's the best way to make yourself cancel culture proof, right? Is to focus on that positivity and and I I, I see that's exactly what that the, what the Apollo technique does. Uh, I'm super excited to uh, to get, actually get my hands on a copy of the book. Uh, and and read it for myself. <clears throat> this has been a fantastic conversation, Teresa. Before we uh, before we sign off, where can people go find more information about you? Yes, uh, so go to apollomethod.com. That's where you can uh, you can get links to order the book. You can uh, download tools, although they'll make more sense if you uh, read the book and and apply use them to apply what's in the book. You can reach me on LinkedIn. I uh, and just mention that you heard this podcast or that you've read the book. So I know who you are. 
And then uh, linagroup.com, L-I-N-A group.com is the company website. But I definitely recommend starting with apollomethod.com and the book title is Be the Go-To, How to Own Your Competitive Market, Charge More and Have Customers Love You for It. So if you put Be the Go-To into Amazon uh, or into Google, uh, hopefully you'll find me. Fantastic. Folks, go take a look at Teresa's book, learn how to become the go-to and go out there and step forward and become the leader in the marketplace that you are operated in. Teresa, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, it was my pleasure, Justin. Absolutely. Until next time, folks, go out there and incorporate your own superpowers so you can change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.